All right, welcome to episode one of Mind the Gap. We are here to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. I'm Ashley Stone, and here with me is John Blackwell. And we're so excited to come to you today to talk about what does it mean to mind the gap. John, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, um, I'm John Blackwell, as Ashley just introduced. Um, I'm uh, situated in England at the moment. Um, I've um, been working online and I've been X nine to five routine for, ooh, let me see, about 19 years now. Um, after COVID, a lot of people started um, working online and, and going remote and so on. Uh, but um, I've actually been out there in the wilderness uh, for uh, nearly two decades now, um, um, you know, uh, sort of uh, 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 pioneering, so to speak. Um, I work uh, um, mostly in search engine optimization, but um, recently I've started to diversify um, into other things, uh, but it's a long story, Ashley. <laughs> it's a long story. Yes, I love that. Well, um, I, I'm Ashley Stone, and I am out of Louisville, Kentucky in the United States, and I've been an entrepreneur for over 17 years now. Um, almost as long as John there. Mm -hmm. And I actually started my business in the wellness industry as a pure side hustle alongside my job 17 years ago and ended up replacing my income and just becoming, um, you know, my main source of income, which is really good because I'm a mom of four, all under the age of six. So it's, it's so wonderful to be able to work from my phone and have that flexibility. And now I'm just obsessed with helping other people to see how they can do the same and helping them know how they can also take back the clock, so to speak, and really own their time. You know, time to me is the most precious thing that we have. Mm -hmm. And so being able to own that in your life is so important. So what does it mean to mind the gap? Well, you know, John's from, from the UK. I'm from Kentucky. We're worlds apart, <laughs> but we were talking and um, I said, you know, I remember visiting the subway station there in London and hearing, please mind the gap. Is that a really bad accent? No, um, that's, well, that's really good. That's good. Yeah. Please we call mind it the, the gap. Tube. We call it the tube because the trains go down tubes the tube uh, the tube yes, yes. <laughs> times believe it or not yeah <laughs> yes so please mind the gap and we began to talk about what does it mean the to have to mind the gap or pay attention to the gap in your life that's between where you are and where you want to be you know so many of us really have kind of forgotten how to dream. I know that when I first kind of stepped into entrepreneurship, it was a whole new world for me. And one of my mentors asked me the question, where do you want to be in five years or 10 years down the road? And when I really started thinking about that, you know, I was picturing myself like laying on the beach and, you know, living the life. And then she asked me, well, if you keep doing what you're doing now, what are the chances of that dream life actually happening? And it was like somebody had popped my cartoon dream bubble over my head. And I realized that nothing was going to change if I wasn't willing to change. Have you seen that be the case in your life, John? Um, a bit different for me. Um, obviously, um, a lot of similarities there. But what it was with me was that I'd had kind of a conventional computer science background and career and then I had some major 
uh, personal life changes when a marriage uh, broke up. And um, I decided to take off and uh, travel the world. And um, I ended up in the Far East and uh, um, ended up, uh, you know, uh, once again, really kind of a digital nomad, a, a, a good 20 years before uh, that become a, 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 terminolo a terminology. And uh, for me, uh, the gap thing was that kind of like nagging doubt inside you that you're not, you know, doing what it is that you should be doing. Um, I, I was uh, born and, and raised a Catholic originally and um, they always spoke about this vocation thing, you know. You had people who did a job, but then you had people who had a vocation, a calling, you know. Um, it was either a priest in the case of uh, my background or a doctor or, you know, something. And then for the rest of us who didn't have that, um, they were supposed to find a, a job um, and uh, um, after uh, going to college and university, settle into that job. Um, and then that was it. That's the next 40 years sorted out. Um, and then eventually, um, when you were sufficiently old uh, and tired of work, you could retire and uh, begin to live. So I was not having any of this um, by the mid-90s. Um, and then the internet came along and, wow, it just became the great equalizer. It enabled anybody, anywhere, um, you know, to, to, to just make the difference. The only problem was, of course, was that you had to uh, uh, jump the gap, you know. Maybe it was a chasm then. But um, today it's easier than it's ever been before. And I think that's perhaps why the vast majority of people, and certainly our listeners, um, um, are thinking um, about it, and many will have started already. But it, it's really become, um, it, it's, gone, it's gone mainstream, um, the realisation that a conventional career just isn't cutting it. And that um, why are we doing it, you know? Okay, so we've got to pay the bills and so on and so forth. But is that what life is all about? Uh, just uh, paying the bills and uh, the financial aspect. There's so much more. So um, uh, for me, that's what the gap is all about, is discovering um, your own uh, um, 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 a gap, uh, so to speak, what's missing in your own uh, uh, path uh, to finding, you know, actualization, um, you know, um, whatever um, gives you the fulfillment that you are doing what it is that you're supposed to do, your vocation, if you like. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I love that because, you know, I grew up in an entrepreneur, you know, my parents were entrepreneurs. I grew up in an entrepreneurial household and I saw them really owning their own life and owning their time. And I wanted that. But even even with that as an example, I ended up kind of like settling into that nine to five lifestyle. And I remember saying one time to a, a friend of mine, I said, well, you know, nobody really likes their job. You just do what you have to do to make money. You make the most amount of money in the least amount of time. That was kind of my motto growing up that my dad always said, make the most amount of money in the least amount of time. And he said to me, well, that's true. But if you're going to spend 40 hours a week of your life and maybe 40 years of your life, you should really think about doing something that you like and that you enjoy. And, you know, it, it's so true. Who wants to spend their life and really really the workplace has changed. You know, people don't work 40 years for someone anymore and get the, the gold watch and the retirement plan. That very rarely exists anymore even, even if you wanted to. And so more and more people are realizing that they don't want to be on that hamster wheel, so to speak. Yeah. And, and some people that work, work the traditional, uh, you know, job love what they do. 
So oh, we're not talking to those people, right? <laughs> if you love what you do and you have that passion for what you do, then, then that's awesome. But most people today, we've seen this great resignation over the last few years, as they're calling it. And we're seeing people get out of their, their work because they don't find fulfillment. And so when you look at your life and where you want to be, you know, if you could choose, and sometimes people, when it's, it's interesting when I ask people, you know, where do you want to be? So many people don't know. They yeah. just go blank because yeah. they've settled into that, you know, that, that they, they're not supposed to dream. And so some questions that I always ask people is, you know, if time and money weren't an issue, what would your day look like? You know, what, what would you actually look like? It, what would, what would things look like for you? And, and it's funny so you should say that, you know, um, because uh, you mentioned before about the, you know, the, the archetype of uh, the beach scene, you know, you're sipping cocktails and you don't need to work anymore and so on. <laughs> right. and I actually, I, I actually lived that, you know, I actually right. took off and found myself in a situation where I was earning then uh, more money than I needed to earn. And I had a magnificent view uh, out of uh, huge patio windows with Gibraltar on the horizon and yachts just offshore, the full eight. And you know, I hated it. Oh, you're kidding. I really hated it. <laughs> I felt like Why I did was you hate it? You... I, I felt <laughs> I was kind of like on a perpetual holiday, you know? Yeah. yeah. So all I'm kind of illustrating here is, is that, you know, that, that it may be, the reason why people are, are thinking about it but aren't doing it is and they don't know what to do is is maybe because they're 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 not really realizing what it's really about which right. is self-discovery rather than discovering somebody else's dream right you know so yeah. so the you know so the media uh, uh has you know portrayed in the movies and the magazines and so on uh that you know that that's what it's all about. Um, mm -hmm. The not working uh, aspect, you know, the lotto winner, for instance. But right. look at what a disastrous end that so many lotto winners end in, if not all sure. of them, frankly, right. you know. So um, it's 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 a journey of self-discovery, isn't it? We mm -hmm. we just tend to, because we're conditioned to, overemphasize the financial aspects. Mm -hmm. But um, um, it was. Um, I can't remember, no, I, I, I can remember who said it, it was Alex Harmozy, uh, who said that you can't be busy and broke. You can be broke <laughs> right. and, and, and lazy, right. or you can, uh, uh, um, you know, be uh, 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 busy and mm -hmm. you, you've, you've got to make it sooner or later. Right. So I think people have got to, you know, really discover what it is that they actually mm -hmm. want. But sometimes you have to start the journey first. And that's what I did. I began the journey first. Yeah, me too. I, did, I had no idea really what I wanted when I started off. And, you know, we talk a lot about your why and why you're doing things. And honestly, I didn't, I wasn't so tuned into that at first, but I just started and I knew that, that having that flexibility and financial, you know, um, you know, financial stability down the road was going to be important for whatever I did. And, and you're so right. It has to be your dream. It has to be, you know, some people <clears throat> want the big house and the cars and all of those things. And some people want to live in a motor home <laughs> and travel the world. Yeah, and yeah. some people want to give back in big ways and others want to help their family. Um, and some people just want to get their kids out of daycare, you know? So it's really just about, 
what you want. And, and when you said you're living somebody else's dream, you know, if you're not working for yourself, you're building someone else's dream. Someone else had that dream and they sat forth to gain employees. And, and if you're working for them only, you know, that's, you're building their dream, but are you building yours as well? For sure. so, There's an old English expression. You'll never get rich digging someone else's ditch. And, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, again, uh, the bias seems to be towards the financial aspect, but what's mm -hmm. the real wealth? You know, you're never going to discover yourself. You're never going to find what it is that makes you happy. It's it's thanks to guys like Steve Jobs, God rest his soul. Uh, you know, the tech guys, Peter Thiel, people like that. But uh, Elon Musk, you know, these guys have broke the mold because it was the time for their industry and because it doesn't have this this stack uh, of tradition behind it because it's it's come out of the ether, so to speak. It's uh, um, um, allowed people to go places where um, it was unconventional or mm -hmm. untraditional to go, you know? So um, we're, we're right in the middle of it now. now now's the time for, for everybody to, to discover what it is that they really want to do. Mm -hmm. Also Absolutely. as well, I'd like to say about um, how um, you come from an entrepreneurial background and so on. And I mentioned before about how the internet was the, the great equalizer, it, it revolutionized mm -hmm. the ability for people to be able to, you know, jump the gap and, um, and change their life. I, I say that in my uh, perspective, because I came from a traditional working class background mm -hmm. um, that had never done business in any of their lives before. Uh, they were in mining, steel, textiles, agriculture. And um, we're going through a lot of changes in the world right now, which are unpleasant to say the least. And we had huge changes back then in my youth um, when uh, um, all of that manufacture base disappeared, as did in the United States. And the, before the internet, people, you know, perhaps had to be of business class to be in business. Whereas as soon as the internet came along and, and uh, computing, it enabled anybody. So it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, um, what your background is, what culture, creed, color, or anything at all. Everybody are at last finally equal and able to be able to, you know, free themselves without mm -hmm. question. Yeah, absolutely. If you have the grit and the guts to go for it, and you know, if you're willing to work hard, you can really make, make a business work for yourself. And I truly believe that. And I, you know, my, my dad, so my parents actually... My dad had a traditional job, you know, we didn't have a lot of money, but he was, he, he had a nice job and he was working for someone else and he was traveling like four to four or five times a day, a week. And so he was away when me and my brother were little and my mom just couldn't stand it. You know, she couldn't stand him being away. And so the desire came because he didn't want to be traveling that much away from his family. And so he made the, took the risk to quit his job and to start a business out of our living room. And it started very small and he grew that, you know, to, to a massive business over time. And, but it really started with that desire to be home mm. with his family. And so, yeah. and that's, that's what it really starts with is, a, is a desire within you for more. And the more, just like John's been saying, that doesn't even have to be money. Maybe it's, maybe it's more time that you want. Maybe it's more community. Maybe it's more, 
passion for what you're doing. Maybe you have a cause that you want to give back to. It's just, it's more, maybe you want to be more, you know, we have a motto in my industry that we, we do more so that we can have more so that we can be more so that we can give more. And, and that's really what it comes down to. So, so what's it mean to go underground? You know, we think about yeah. the underground, the two, right? The underground that's, rebel that's against the, the nine to the five, rebellion, right? The rebellion <laughs> so you feel a little bit like a, a rebel because mm. let's, let's face it. They don't now things have changed some, but really we are conditioned in this society to become employees. Mm-hmm. Really, we're, con- we're conditioned that way to work for somebody else, go to work, you know, get, go to college, get the job, work for someone else for, for you know, 40 years, then like you said, retire. And, and really, it's, it's sort of a rebellion to say, hey, I'm going to do something different over here. I'm going to make a decision to jump off that moving train that, that's coming here, and I'm going to leap over the gap and take control of my own life. So, you know, it, it does take a bit of courage to do that. Oh yeah, without mm-hmm. doubt. And of course you need to plan it as well because it's no good, you know, jumping off the train in the middle of the tube in between stations, is it? <laughs> right. All of the time, all of the time opportunity presents itself. But um, like um, Churchill said, you know, and we all stumble over opportunity, but we pick ourselves up and dust ourselves down and carry on as if nothing happened. Everybody comes across the opportunity and the chances. All too often they decide that they're going to do, um, you know, that they are going to go for it. But as soon as they share it with friends and family, what happens? Friends and family say, oh, no, 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 no. And isn't that interesting? Because you'll, you'll see somebody announce that they got a promotion or a new job. And people say, good for you. We're so excited. But if you announce I'm starting my own business, so many times people go, whoa. oh, don't. Whoa. whoa, whoa. Beware. Monsters yeah. lay there. Yeah. yeah. And you know what I heard? I heard a quote one time that said, so many people have a vested interest in you failing because that says to them that that they weren't wrong, that, mm. you know, it, it, because they want to believe that success is really only for the chosen few. Well, they like to, they like to actually, um, um, you know, um, um, replace success with luck instead. Mm-hmm. So what I would hear all of the, all of the time, and I, and I uh, you know, my, my uh, friends and acquaintances have confirmed this with me when, when they jumped the gap, um, that they were told, oh, yeah, sure, you know, people do it and people are successful. I know so-and-so, such-and-such. But um, they were lucky. Mm-hmm. They were lucky. But we both know um, you make your own luck in this life. Yeah, yeah. You know? luck has nothing the, to do the, with it. The harder I, who is it? Jim Rohn said, "The harder I work, the luckier I am." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it is fascinating, isn't it? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. So let's talk about three steps um, to to minding that gap, you know, what do we, what do you do? If you're, if you're somebody who says like, listen, okay, yes, I'd like to work for myself. I, I want to make a change, but I don't know where to start. Well, step one, figure out what you want, what you yeah. want, figure out what you want and figure out. Um, and I don't mean what you want as far as career path or whatever. I mean, what do you want out of life? You know, yeah. again, it comes down to those questions that time and money weren't an issue what would your daily day look like? Or what would, would your, what would your everyday look like? And, and here's one, one exercise I really encourage you to do. Sit down and journal, and you might feel a little, 
a little weird doing this if this is not your norm. I remember when I first got, you know, be, got into becoming an entrepreneur and it all felt very odd to me because it, again, I had forgotten how to dream. But if you can sit down and journal and really write it as if, and if writing isn't your thing, turn your recorder on on your phone and record yourself. And I want you to say, and nobody ever has to see it but you, but I want you to, to talk about your day as if it's already happened in your, in your dream life, you know, Hey, I just woke up this morning and it's, it's, you know, 8am or maybe you like to wake up at 5am like John up here. He's an early riser. <laughs> and, and I just went to the gym and it feels so great. And I just had my, you know, whatever. And I saw the kids off to school. I want you to talk about your life as if it's already happened and really just allow your mind to go a little bit crazy and thinking about you know, what would your day look like if you got to take control of it? If you got to dictate who you spent time with, if you got to dictate, you know, the things that you do in your everyday life, what would that look like? Yeah, because it's yeah, going to look so different for all of us, right? Uh, often I ask, I ask uh, people often um, to just write five things down. What do you want? Mm -hmm. Write down five things. And it can't be um, a house, you know, a Lambo yacht, you know, right. the, these things that may... Uh, spring to my, your mind from other people's uh, media projections of other people's right. dreams. Well, right. You know, what, what would, what do you actually want from life? Mm -hmm. And, you know, typically you find that people can get two or three out and mm -hmm. then they struggle from there. So mm -hmm. I think that if um, we can actually define just, you know, five things that we really want, Mm -hmm. then I think that that can have, that that will be the beginning of the revolution, I think. Yeah, Definitely. absolutely. Yeah. And then step two, once you know what you want, then of course, you got to figure out how to get it, right? So, and here's the thing that holds most people back is they think, okay, I can't, I can't quit my day job. I've got bills to pay, right? I can't just up and invest, you know, all this money. Most people can't to start something. And so it's figuring out how to get that. And, and, and what I found is that, you know, you don't have to, to quit your day job to start your dream. You can do something alongside, and that's what you find most entrepreneurs do. They start something alongside what they're doing, and they begin to build it um, alongside what they're already doing until it grows to that point. Uh, and so really the risk that you take is you do give up your time at first, right? You give up your time because, and, and it kind of can feel, I see this a lot in that people go in, a lot of people, one of the five things they want is time flexibility. And so what, what it feels almost counterintuitive because they say, well, I want more time, but in order to do this, I'm going to have to give up time to do this alongside what my already busy life. But, you know, there's a quote we've all heard and that's, being an entrepreneur means spending a few years of your life, like most people won't, in order to have for the rest of your life what most people never will. Yeah, we're and sowing so, seeds, isn't it? You know, yeah. sowing seeds. Mm -hmm. You've got to pay in mm -hmm. to get paid out. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. Mm -hmm. So you know, you 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 plant the seeds now, and then later on, you know, the the, the benefits come. So, but it is exactly as you say, it's, it's counterintuitive, but um, so much um, about the success aspects of life 
are counterintuitive, aren't they? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, 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 you know, uh, jumping across the gap. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and that's the step three is that you have to figure out how important this is for, is to you because you can say all day long, I want this. I want that. I want a life of fulfillment. I want time flexibility. I want to dream again. I want to live big. I want to give back all the things maybe that you want, but are you willing to do something about it? You know, if you don't like it, your life, one of my favorite quotes is you are not a tree move, you know, you can move, you can do something about it, but you have to be willing to take that leap and, and really understanding why, because when you, when you love what you do, when you're excited about it and you really understand um, what you're moving towards and it's having that vision for your life. And if you can trust, you know, hold the vision and trust the process along the way, it's holding the vision in front of you and saying, this is what I'm working towards. And when your vision is clear, you know, that, that is everything. It's, it's being able to work towards that. And, um, most people won't, won't do it. You know, most people, most people won't do it. Sure. But this is why we're here, isn't it? Because, um, you know, we were, we were discussing about how, you know, for us now at our stage in life, what we really want to do is to share and enable everyone who wants to do this mm-hmm. to actually achieve it. And yeah. they don't need to leave their day job. They don't need to remortgage their home. They don't yeah. need to uh, risk uh, um, their life or their cash or their, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, even though, let's face it, sadly today, um, you know, um, um, what is it? Maybe half half of people don't even have, I think, $600 in the U.S. No. Um, you know, uh, uh, recently in England, for instance, uh, um, um, over 50% of people would not survive longer than 19 days after their last salary um, or, or welfare payment. Mm-hmm. You know, 19 days, okay? Mm-hmm. So when you think about it, living this this traditional route of uh, of uh, uh, paycheck to paycheck um you know um that's the most dangerous thing that you can do so you're so right that's the risk yeah that's, <laughs> that's the real risk. risk that's the real risk yeah. and time is something that you never ever get back again yeah. Yeah. you know if you if you do what we are going to suggest and 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 uh, evidence and and uh, support, if you give it a go and you actually apply yourself, then, um, you know, I, I think even the, the biggest naysayer is going to be completely debunked because, you know, you, you, you cannot fail as long as you make the decision to do it and then start out by, first of all, figuring out what it is that, that you actually want, you know? Mm-hmm. After that, then we can start figuring out about how we're actually going to achieve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I, I, you know, I started my, I was 21 years old when I started my business. I started it for less than $100. I was in that position that I got married, you know, I'm from the South, but I got married young. And I was in that position that if the car broke down, I was in tears, you know. And so I knew I had to change something. I had to make a change. And so you know, I guess you have to decide what's the bigger risk. Is it a bigger risk to go for it and, and make a change and go after your dreams? Or is it a bigger risk to do nothing at all? 
And yeah. so also we as well, it, 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 and it doesn't matter what age you are mm -hmm. either. No, you know? I mean, that's another barrier which has been completely uh, uh, broken down now, thank goodness, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, yeah. it, it, it doesn't, you know, I mean, <laughs> recently, I don't want to uh, mention their name, but recently I met somebody who is 80 years of age, and honestly, they've got more youth and energy in them than most people that I know in their 20s these days, you know? It's not about a, a date on the calendar. So you, you don't think, you know, you don't have to think to yourself, but I've done this one thing for 45 years, so it's too late for me. I can't make a change now. We only have them now, you know? We're, we're, we're living in, the, in, in this very moment. That's what we have. The past, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't matter. Uh, the, right. the future is, is for ours to create. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Never too young or too old to, to chase your dreams and to make a change. So, um, so yeah, listen, leap, take the leap, mind the gap. We'll be back yeah. next week to talk about minding your mind and having an entrepreneurial mindset versus an employee mindset and what that means. So we can't wait to talk to you again soon. Follow us on Instagram at X925. That's the letter X and the number 925. Yeah. And, and Facebook too. Yes, Facebook, and Facebook Instagram. Um, I'm Ashley Stone. He's gone. Cheerio. Cheerio. Bye, y'all from Kentucky. Bye -bye. And mind the gap. Have a good day. Bye.